The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of on-demand audio for the whole family. Your kids or grandkids can listen to the popular radio drama Adventures in Odyssey and two-minute Bible stories called Quick Sticks whenever it suits you. Whether you're in the car for a few minutes or for a longer trip, these two programs will keep the kids entertained. New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson. Welcome to today's 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. You can hear 2020 on Vision weekdays from 10am Australian Eastern Time. Tensions reached a new climax in Egypt recently as Christians were attacked at the St Mark's Cathedral in Cairo whilst burying their dead. This is just one of many attacks from fundamentalist militant Islamists in Egypt with this one resulting in more loss of life. These persistent attacks on the Coptic Orthodox Church are condemned by churches around the world and here in Australia, the National Council of Churches is calling for prayer for the restoration of peace and for increased religious tolerance amongst all people in Egypt. The Reverend Tara Kerr-Lewis is the General Secretary of the National Council of Churches. She's on the line now with Matt Gies discussing the situation and how the NCCA is involved. The most recent tensions happened over the weekend where four young Coptic Christians or four Coptic Christians were killed and um, targeted because somebody had painted a swastika on an Islamic building and they viewed it as being a cross, so then decided that it was the Christians that had done it, when in reality there probably was no connection at all, and targeted the Christians. And then on Sunday, as the four four funerals were being conducted at St Mark's Cathedral in Cairo, um, there was an attack on the cathedral and the cathedral complex with um, rocks and petrol bombs and crowds of people just attacking those who were there attending the funeral. And out of that, something like 80-something people were injured, 11 of them were police. And I think to date one person was killed out of that incident as well. It's a struggle to work out exactly what's going on because many people on the ground in Egypt, um, whether they be Muslim or Christian or another faith would have a great respect for the Christian church, recognise the Coptic people as the equivalent of being the first peoples of the land of Egypt. And it's a minority that is a fundamentalist minority group that are seeking to persecute the Christians and I think the ultimate looks like driving them out of Egypt and out of the Middle East. Well, Tara, could you just help us understand a little bit more? Uh, The National Council of Churches obviously has quite a connection to the uh, Coptic Church uh, of Egypt through its different church relationships, but who exactly are Coptic Christians? Can you help us understand a little bit more about who they are? Coptic is essentially the ancient word that, in their language that means Egyptian. Coptic Christians are the Egyptian Christians. We have in Australia two dioceses of the Coptic Church, 
with each having their own bishop. One is Melbourne, uh, which covers Melbourne, South Australia, I think Western Australia and New Zealand. And the other is the Sydney Diocese and Affiliated Regions, and it covers New South Wales, Queensland, Thailand and parts of Southeast Asia. And I've just forgotten where the Northern Territory fits into the mix. And so we have a close relationship with this church. Both its bishops are considered as heads of church in Australia. They attend our meetings. They also tell us their stories when their people are experiencing pain and grief. And in recent years, the attacks on Christian churches, whether it be a bombing on a Christian church as people leave from a Christmas service or attacks on a church at New Year and great loss of life, that they see that as their people being martyred. And then they look to the churches in Australia and say, how can you support us? We don't want to stand alone in this. So the Australian churches, not only do we, as a first response, offer our prayers and prayer support and earnestly pray for a change in the situation and a greater sense of peace and greater harmony between the different faiths in Egypt, but we also will go with them as a sign of support to talk to our government leaders like the foreign minister to say what can the Australian government do? How can the Australian government speak into this space in Egypt to ensure that the Egyptian government honours and protects even the minority groups in its country and respects the Universal Declaration on Human Rights to which it is a signatory? Mm. That that declaration talks about the need to protect people. That declaration talks about the rights to um, practice one's religion and one's faith. That declaration talks about the right to have the space to be able to worship freely or change religion. Um, in Egypt, there's often reports come out of Egypt when a Muslim chooses to change religion and become a Christian, then the clergy that are associated with the church that the Muslim, by conversion, chooses to join, the clergy are often persecuted, arrested or imprisoned or beaten or something. In Egypt, there appears to be not upholding the rights of people and the rights to freely choose the decisions they make in life, particularly around religion. Okay. So what is the National Council of Churches able to offer from a practical perspective? As you said, you know, some of the things you, you try to do is uh, offer prayers and offer some sort of uh, engagement with our political leaders. What are some of the ways in which the National Council of Churches is currently working with the, the Coptic Church in Egypt? The Coptic community in Australia collects um, monies for the support of Coptic orphans in Egypt. And we work with them and assist them in the administration of those funds and making sure that the funds collected here actually reach the people of most need within their country. In the past, we've worked with other projects that they've had. We've just ceased working with them recently. Uh, but we've worked with other projects that they've had and um, assisted them to ensure that funds are raised in Australia that uh, people are made aware of the projects within Australia so they can support them and then that the funds are able to be transferred without any difficulties 
and the projects are able to be administered in accordance with how the funds have been set up. Just finally, Tara, when we look at this uh, issue in Egypt and we hear about the the struggle of uh, different Christians in nations that are are quite volatile, as, as Egypt is, what can we do practically? Is there something that uh, we should be doing, something that we can act upon? I think it would probably be, I know this is the cry that most causes have, but I think it would be good to actually raise it with local members so that we heighten the awareness within the Australian community of the persecution that's taking place, that we practically go out as Christian churches to our nearby Coptic church and worship with them and offer our support and solidarity as Christian brothers and sisters. Orthodox Easter is coming up in a couple of weeks' time. So the the community here would feel so strengthened if Christians from other traditions went and shared either their Good Friday service or their Easter day service, which is usually the Saturday night, um, on on their Easter, which is Friday, Good Friday is the 3rd of May, and Easter Day is the 5th of May. Right. So there's ways of, as far as, you know, gathering people and going to Egypt and making a difference, we can't do that, but we can make a difference in Australia and encourage and support the people here. Um, If there's a, a service of memorial or a service of time of prayer for peace in Egypt, it's good to join our prayers with theirs and join with them in in those times of mourning. Mm. Um, it's, it's about one part of the body of Christ hurting and the rest of the body of Christ helping to strengthen the part that's hurting and in a, in a process of helping the healing so that they can be effective witnesses to Christ. Well, it's a good food for thought, and it's good to be aware of uh, how our brothers and sisters in Christ are dealing with struggles right around the globe. Reverend Tara Kalouis from the National Council of Churches, thank you so much for sharing a little bit of that with us. Thank you for your time. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.